Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. On today's Smart 7, Rishi's U-turn is not going well. Rupert Murdoch finally steps down and lots more. It's Friday the 22nd of September. It's Astronomy Day and happy birthday, Tom Felton. The Smart 7. It's news, but not the news. The fallout from Rishi Sunak's U-turn on the UK's net zero goals continued on Thursday. Rishi made a big announcement about scrapping things like compulsory carpooling, tax on meat and households needing to have seven bins. The only issue is that none of those policies actually exist as of yet. That led to a bruising encounter with Nick Robinson on BBC Radio 4. You stand up with the authority of Prime Minister and you say you're scrapping a series of proposals. There's nothing to be scrapped, which is why your former Environment Minister says you're pretending to halt frightening proposals that simply do not exist. No, I just, I reject that entirely. These are all things that have been raised by very credible people about ways to meet our net zero obligations. The backlash to his U-turn has been immediate and not just in the UK. Former US Vice President Al Gore, now a high-profile climate campaigner, spoke to CNN about his disappointment with the policy change. The fossil fuel companies fight tooth and nail against anything that would reduce the burning of oil and they're much better at capturing politicians than they are at capturing emissions. And you can sometimes tell when they've captured one. Zunik has maintained that the pushing back of the ban on sales of petrol and diesel cars until 2035 and the scrapping of other environmental policies is to protect under pressure British families from additional costs. But Chris Stark from the Climate Change Committee says delaying the ban will cost the government more money, which would filter down to the British public anyway. The earlier you put in place your plans, the cheaper the transition. The longer you leave it, uh, the more rapid the transition has to be and the more that you have to throw effort, money at a challenge to get it to happen. King Charles addressed the French Senate on Thursday in a historic first for a British monarch. As he celebrated his first year on the throne, the King addressed French politicians from the upper and lower houses of Parliament. He called the relationship between France and the UK indispensable and even dropped into French for a part of the speech. It is our people who are writing each new chapter of our history so that a more secure, more prosperous world might be the inheritance of the next generation. And to prove the strength of Anglo-French relations, Queen Camilla faced off against Brigitte Macron, the French president's wife, in a thrilling game of table tennis in a sports centre near Paris. The couple headed to Bordeaux next on the third day of the trip, which has been widely welcomed by the president of France's National Assembly, Yael Braun Pivet, describing it as an important demonstration of the strength of the two countries' relationship. Both members of NATO, two democracies of influence, it counts in a world of disinformation and destabilization. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky met with U.S. senators in Washington as part of his continuing U.S. tour. He made the case for more weapons in a closed meeting with more air defences and access to fighter jets still high on his request list. U.S. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer spoke to the press after the meeting. 
There was a single sentence that summed it all up. Mr. Zelensky said, if we don't get the aid, we will lose the war. President Biden did announce a further aid package on Thursday evening with a further $325 million worth of air defense and ammunition. But as Republicans continue to argue amongst themselves over spending, there are big questions over how long aid for Ukraine will keep coming. Republican House Foreign Affairs Chair Michael McCall believes it's not an option to pull aid at a time when it's more critical than ever. Right now, as troops are going in with no air cover, we wouldn't send our troops into that situation. So we need to give them everything they need. If this administration won't give it to them, then I submitted that we write in our appropriations bill. World of Media was surprised on Thursday as 92-year-old Rupert Murdoch finally stepped down from his roles at Fox News and News UK. He's going to become chairman emeritus of both companies, but day-to-day control will fall to his son Lachlan. Rupert has had seven decades at the helm of his media empire and has had enormous influence over US and UK politics. It's all very much like the plot of Succession, except Logan Roy died. Author Michael Wolfe has just published a brand new and very timely book on Murdoch called The Fall. He says that things aren't over yet when it comes to control of the empire. Whereas in succession, Logan Roy could decide, Rupert Murdoch cannot decide. Upon his death, the terms of the trust, which are immutable, are that his shares are divided evenly among his four oldest children, and the four children will necessarily make the decision. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. Thursday night saw Europa League action. Liverpool went 1-0 down to Lask in Austria before recovering for a 3-1 win. There was also a 3-2 loss for Brighton to Greek side AEK Athens and wins for West Ham and Rangers. This weekend sees the Japanese Grand Prix at Suzuka. It's a distinctive track with its high-speed twists and technical corners, ideal for the lighter, zippier Red Bull car. And Max Verstappen will be looking to bounce back from a disappointing fifth position at last weekend's Singapore Grand Prix. Mercedes driver Lewis Hamilton expects Red Bull domination in Japan once more after their 1-2 finish last year. I would think that if they're not 30 seconds ahead like they have done in the past, then something's up. I think that, as Checo said, it was obviously a difficult weekend, the last one, but that their car should be phenomenal here. It, they've, done, they've been phenomenal all year long. Matt Smith has revealed the worst part about starring in global hit TV show House of the Dragon. The former Doctor Who stars as rogue prince Daemon Targaryen in the Game of Thrones prequel, which requires him to spend some extra time in wardrobe before filming, well, more than he's used to. His demanding costume does allow him the chance to catch up on sporting news, but he still struggles with how long it takes. We've got a wonderful cast and it's nice to be in kind of something that has scale and reach, it's great. Although it takes me an hour and a half to put the wig on every day and I loathe it. I mean, I can't really sit still at the best of times. And honestly, sometimes I sit there and I have to listen to like rain on leaves to get through it.
Bill Burr is Rolling Stone magazine's 17th best comedian of all time. But he's not resting on his laurels. He's also an actor and now he's co-written and directed his first movie. It's called Old Dads and it also stars Bobby Cannavale and Booking Woodbine in a not-so-modern man's view of the modern world. It premieres on Netflix on October 20th. Maybe I'm not cut out for this, but i do anything for my kid. You have no idea how awesome I was at your age. Julio Iglesias came up to me in an airport, dead certain I was his son Enrique. The kind of vibe I was putting out, bro. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I was ridiculous. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes, we'll give you the world. 